Andy Johnson. This is the Reading Instruction Show. On today's podcast, we're looking at reading interventions, fidelity, and educational malpractice. Now, there is no single evidence-based program or research-based curriculum or scientifically-based teaching strategy that works best for all students who struggle with reading. There are, however, a variety of strategies that research has shown to be effective with certain students for certain skills in certain situations. And the effectiveness or ineffectiveness of any strategy is dependent on how, when, where, for whom, and for what purpose it is used or applied. Now, based on this, teachers implementing an intervention for reading must have a variety of tools in their teaching toolbox. Teachers must also be empowered so that they can make the decisions regarding those tools so that they can best meet the needs of their students. Thus, an effective approach to reading interventions should include a variety of research-based strategies. Teachers also should be able to use only those strategies they deem to be appropriate for their teaching situation. They must also be able to flexibly apply these strategies in ways that best meet the needs of their students. Let me unpack this a little bit. We're going to talk about fidelity. This term is used a lot. Teachers must implement this strategy or this program or this curriculum with fidelity. But is it fidelity or is it educational malpractice? Fidelity is a term often used by designers of commercially prepared reading interventions and by decision makers outside the classroom. Teachers are told, no, they are demanded, they are instructed that they must implement an evidence-based program with fidelity. They are ordered to do so. Now, this term has been misinterpreted in an educational setting to mean following the instructional recipe exactly as written. In other words, fidelity means that teachers should shut up, that they are required to follow the directions and do exactly what the program designers tell them to do, without question or variation when implementing a reading intervention. Now, following this logic, a teacher working with struggling readers in a third grade classroom in Blackwater, Arizona, would be required to give the same treatment, air quotes, to their students in exactly the same way as a teacher working with struggling readers in a third grade classroom in Edina, Minnesota. Program designers have already made this decision for them, even though they know nothing about the schools, teachers, teaching situations, and the individual students with whom they work. Now, while this concept of fidelity may be appropriate for experimental research, where the treatment and control groups need to follow strict parameters in order to isolate a variable, it is neither effective nor appropriate when educating real students in the uncontrolled confines of the real world. Our job as reading teachers operating in this real world is not to isolate variables, 
Rather, it is to help real human beings develop their ability to create meaning with print. Moreover, since real human beings are not standardized products, it would be a form of educational malpractice to insist that teachers follow a recipe with fidelity. In fact, this would prevent them from being able to adequately meet the needs of their students. Now, can you imagine an engineer being told to implement a particular bridge design with fidelity when he or she found the particular terrain upon which the bridge was being built had elements that were not considered up front? If you are undergoing a complex medical procedure, would you want your doctor to implement the procedure with fidelity without considering any of your particular medical variables? Would you want the lawyer representing you to simply follow some sort of lawyer algorithm with fidelity in court? How then is it possible to think that a teacher could implement any sort of reading instruction or intervention with fidelity, with all the multitude of unaccounted for variables presented in a classroom of actual human beings. Now, there are two understandings of the term fidelity. It can refer to the exactness with which something is copied or reproduced, However, it can also refer to one's faithfulness to a person, cause, or belief. Unless one is conducting experimental research in a controlled experimental environment, it is the latter definition that should be used when teaching real human beings in the real world. Thus, the appropriate understanding of the term fidelity regarding reading interventions or any instructional program would be to understand and accurately apply the research-based principles upon which the intervention is based. This would enable teachers to adopt the strategies they deem to be most appropriate for their students and to flexibly apply them in ways that best meet their needs. In this way, teachers are able to use their knowledge expertise, and experience to make the decisions that are best for their students. In education, we want the best and brightest to be working with our children. We want intelligent, creative, knowledgeable teachers. Why then would we not want them to use their intelligence, creativity, and knowledge? Why would we insist that they simply follow algorithmic formulas? Why would we require them to mindlessly follow the directions of the program that some greasy guy in New York came up with? Why would we mandate teachers to engage in educational malpractice?